It is a 10 to at 9 o'clock. She's on the line. Lady Scully joins me for a quick conversation around arts and culture. And as you know, uh, she's one of the most prolific voices in the world of uh, young artists. Uh, oftentimes uh, quite uh, protagonistic in her portrayal of things and the discourse that she chooses to engage in. But very, very enlightening and one of my favorite characters. How are you doing, Lady Scully? Hi, Bridget. So nice to be here again. Thank you for having me once again. It's only but a pleasure. Um, quick one. I know that last year, uh, late last mm-hmm. year, you actually did a solo exhibition called A Prediction out at yeah. the uh, Everread Read Gallery. And that spoke about the intercultural exchange between the Tswana people and the San people. Yeah. I think I have always, as all South Africans, been very curious about my history. Mm. Um, I think that it's something that's strategically pushed out of us here. And so we don't often uh, know very intimate details about um, our origins and stuff. Um, But about two years ago, I started having these um, images in my mind of divination and of fortune telling. Mm. And of course, um, the National Library Institute of South Africa they're always great towards me. They always give me access to special collections and mm. things like that. And there I was able to um, uncover some things I'd never known before, like um, intercultural exchanges between the San and the Koi and the Kuku, mm. um, sharing with the Tswana people all kinds of things like fortune telling and um, intermarrying, you mm. know, before... Um, colonization was even a thing. And so I think a lot of our history is so, yeah, erased that we don't even know about. And actually, as you, I'm always inclined to call you Laura, but let me just stick to the name, Lady Scully. <laughs> uh, as you talk about that sort of intercultural exchanges, I'm actually thinking about the mm. fact that I remember Connie Ferguson, who's, uh, you know, Tswana, and she posted a video of herself last year. And, I, and at first glance, I thought, wait, isn't this the San uh, traditional attire and very similar dance aesthetic? Um, yeah. And and now I can see how they they would be links to to and it's you not know, just it's yeah. not just limited um, to those exchanges. It's the fact that South Africa is such a historically complex place that mm. so much of our history um, is unknown even to us. Um, but what's amazing about it is that we often kind of guided towards those histories quite um, spontaneously, but also very. Uh, in a structured way that you would find things out about yourself you never even knew before. Mm. And I think that's one of the cool things about being South African is that our history is so complex and um, boxed into little spaces that we kind of discover for the width of our lives. For as long as we live, we might discover new things um, and never know everything. And so, yes, I think um, all these tiny pockets of History is what um, brings us together. And so, so yeah. Talk to me about being the youngest board member of uh, Kamisa. Am I pronouncing it right, Lady Scully? Yeah. Um, the Kamisa organization is actually the the formal name of what we used to know as the castle, okay. which is obviously the colonial castle that the Dutch built when they initially came um, and settled in the southern tip of Africa. Mm. Um, It's a place that is weird because when I was a child, they would take us there. I remember it would cost one rand. I think I'm showing my age. (laughs) And we would go there and they would shut us in the dungeon and it would be kind of like this roller coaster of the horrors of colonization, but done in this very funny kind of 
way where we would laugh and scream and but it's actually a very serious fate. Mm. So I think that um the Kamisa organization is really trying to um modernize and change and take forward a lot of the things that they are doing in the community, which is reminding us of our heritage and reminding us of where we're from. Yeah. And and speaking of that heritage and, of course, uh, the, the Kamisa organization, I know that there's also quite a focus in terms of the, the work that you'll do to mm-hmm. to really include and share those intricate histories we were talking about, but in particular, those of mm-hmm. the people of the Cape. Yeah, the people of the Cape, I mean, it was the one of the biggest ports, you know, on mm-hmm. this continent. And we forget that so many times people used to come past here, but they never settled. And we have a long history with not only um, European influences, but also local and closer to home, you know, mm. like Mozambique and Bengal and St. Helena and all of these places that is intricately connected to our histories. Mm. Um, I think that, yes, we're looking at history and identity, but for me, I always call myself a pop culture cave drawing because mm. I also am trying to see a new kind of future, you know, which is informed by our past. Yeah. And so that's really what I'm about. Yeah. I, I mean, I love it. I think, uh, I don't know how we, oh, sorry, we got some weird reverb there on the radio. Um, I don't know how we as, as a normal people can uh, partake or even maybe just engage some of, of the work that uh, you do with the organization. Um, is there stuff coming up, particularly on Africa Month, in terms of what the Kamisa organization and museum might have on the calendar to enlighten us a little bit more? For sure. Um, there's actually going to be an art exhibition, um, which they'll be announcing within the month of May. Mm. Um, and also, I think that there's going to be a lot of engagement in Cape Town particularly around um, the history of the Cape during this month. Mm. And I think just to follow me on social media because I'll be sharing it. Awesome stuff. Lady Scully, as always, it's such a blast to catch up with you. Uh, You (laughs) really are just phenomenal as an artist and uh, a a creative thought leader. I love how you refer to yourself just now, a pop culture drawing. I want to be like a pop culture cave drawing or a pop culture bushman, you know. (laughs) Either or is fine with me. I love it. (laughs) Uh, That was Lady Scully. Uh, Thank you so much for for the chat coming through this evening on the art of everything. The Camisa organization, uh, they are based uh, in Cape Town, as you heard, formerly known as the castle, uh, which was uh, the physical structure that was built by the Dutch, later becoming a uh, monument in the Cape region. And of course, it tells the stories of of the peoples of the Cape. And as you know, it's always an intricate story, this one, when you look at the history of uh, what we loosely, I guess, would refer to as uh, Cape Khalids uh, or Cape Malays and how they all came about, the heritage and the distinction even between the various communities within the Cape. Uh, You know, one box doesn't just tick everything in Cape Town. It is a very nuanced history and a nuanced legacy that's very specific to each and every community. Just because we all may look alike doesn't mean that we are all really alike, but we are somewhat all connected and I think that is the essence of the work that uh, Lady Scully aka Lara and the folks out at the Kamisa organization are aiming to do. I